And as for me, I wanted to begin today with the cartoons. It was created by Joe Dater, and I appeared, I believe, in the New Yorker magazine originally. There it is on the screen. It's one of those that took a minute to sink in the first time I read it. Two children in a child's room sitting on the floor playing with toys, and one is asking the other, what do you want to be when you give up? We're so used to hearing the question, what do you want to be when you grow up, that we may misread it at first, supplying the expected word rather than the one that is there. What do you want to be when you give up? Now, I admit that I initially appreciated this because I have a slightly perverse sense of humor and I like the edgy, dark quality of it, the recognition that many of our childhood dreams for a variety of practical reasons are never realized. We may not have become the astronauts or professional athletes or movie stars or any of a number of other aspirations that may have grabbed hold of our imaginations in our youth. What do I want to be when I give up some of the fanciful and unrealistic goals of my childhood? However, not everyone shares, nor should they, my perverse sense of humor. And I am pleased to say that in preparation for this sermon and with the material provided by Soul Matters for this month's theme of becoming, I am pleased to say that I may be able to provide a more positive and healthy justification of my admiration for this cartoon. First, let me share with you some of the quotations that jumped out at me from the Soul Matters material. Ralph Waldo Emerson wrote, To be yourself in a world that is constantly trying to make you something else is the greatest accomplishment. Brene Brown wrote, To set down those lists of what we're supposed to be is brave. To love ourselves and support each other in the process of becoming real is perhaps the greatest single act of daring greatly. Albert Schweitzer wrote, The path of awakening is not about becoming who you are, rather it is about unbecoming who you are not. There is a theme running through the words of all of these great thinkers. First, becoming myself or coming to see and understand myself is a worthy goal and indeed a primary task of life. Second, this task of becoming myself requires giving up some things. Schweitzer actually says, giving up all of the expectations and aspirations of someone I am not he says, that is all that is required to be who I am. You are who you are, and as soon as you clear all that other stuff away, as poet Derek Walcott put it, you will greet yourself arriving at your own front door. Renee Brown calls it becoming real, bravely setting down those lists of what we're supposed to be. Emerson says it is the greatest accomplishment to be yourself. So now, Think of that cartoon again. What do you want to be when you give up? 
when you give up trying to become who you are not, when you give up checking that list of what you're supposed to be, when you give up worrying about the world urging you to be someone other than who you are, what do you want to be when you give up? And this also helps me to explain what may seem like a contradiction in messages we send as a congregation. Because on the one hand, we say, and we welcome visitors and new members with this message, that you are accepted exactly as you are. Be yourself. Bring your whole self here. You are enough. You are blessed. You are loved now, just as you are. All true. And then we hit you with the necessity of deepening connections and nurturing spiritual growth and grabbing hold of possibilities for transformation, not only of society, but of ourselves, of our individual selves. Does that make sense? We accept you as you are. Now change. (laughs) Now grow. Change. Transform yourself. However, think of it another way. Change, as our old Greek philosopher friend Heraclitus pointed out long ago, change is the only constant. Things and we are changing all the time. So the question is not if we will change or not. The question may be, are we attentive to the changes that are occurring? Are we mindful of them? Are we reflective in helping to guide these changes so that we may more fully understand ourselves and thus help to shape our responses to the world around us in ways that point us toward our highest aspirations? When we sing, come, come, whoever you are, we mean to say that there is no preparation or requirements needed to enter here to join with our community. and. We also understand that whoever you are is not a static quality. Come as you are, realizing that you may not fully understand who you are, and we invite you into that exploration. That's why in the third principle of Unitarian Universalism, we talk about acceptance of one another and encouragement to spiritual growth. We accept one another where we are, realizing that we are all, always, and forever in process of becoming. Or in the words of Albert Schweitzer, unbecoming. Unbecoming who we are not, so that we may fully be who we are. And lest we think of this as passive, after all, I am who I am, right? How hard is that? These authors remind us that it is work. To be yourself in a world that is constantly trying to make you something else is the greatest accomplishment. Accomplishment. To set down those lists of what we're supposed to be is brave. To love ourselves and support each other in the process of becoming real is perhaps the greatest single act of daring greatly. A brave and daring accomplishment. The path of awakening is about unbecoming who you are not, a path, not a place, not a spot where you stop, but a path which you travel. 
It is work, ongoing work. We engage this work throughout our lives. We accept you as you are, and we invite you into the work of discovering just who you are and who you are becoming. I love the words of Rebecca Edmiston Lane that Allison read in the welcome. Here you need not hide nor pretend nor be anything other than who you are and who you are called to be. Because that pressure is real. We would not need to say the words, here you need not hide nor pretend nor be anything other than who you are and who you are called to be if there was not pressure to hide and pretend and be something other than who you are. There would be no reason for a story called Red about a mislabeled crayon if there was not pressure to be red, even when one was so self-evidently blue. There would be no reason for a poet like Derek Walcott to write about greeting yourself arriving at your own door and loving the stranger who was yourself if there was not pressure to ignore your true self in pursuit of other ambitions and aspirations and checking off items on the list of who we're supposed to be. There is pressure to be who we are not. It is work to find out who we are and then to realize that we never find out once and for all, but can only do our best to travel as faithfully as we can the path of awakening. And that work, that journey, we believe benefits from a community of people who recognize and support one another in that work. A community of people who seek to love ourselves and support each other in the process of becoming real. Theologian Howard Thurman writes in an oft-quoted passage, Do not ask what the world needs. Ask what makes you come alive and go do it. Because what the world needs is people who have come alive. And what makes you come alive That is another way of asking you to find out who you are. Thurman is taking the position that what the world needs is not people figuring out what the world needs and trying to adapt themselves into being what they think the world needs because that is just another one of those what we're supposed to be lists that Brene Brown urges us to set down. Just another way that the world or our conception of the world or our projection of the world constantly tries to make us something other than who we are. Thurman is saying, and I think this is what we are saying as a congregation, that he thinks the world needs you. So the more you can understand about yourself, finding out what makes you come alive, not what is supposed to or what you think is supposed to make you come alive, the better off the world will be. Maybe it's not red strawberries that make you come alive, but blueberries. Maybe it's not red foxes, but blue whales. Maybe it's not red cardinals, but blue jays. Here you need not hide nor pretend. The world needs who you are and who you are called to be. So think again of the cartoon. What do you want to be when you give up? When you give up trying to become who you are not. 
when you give up checking off that list of what you're supposed to be. When you give up worrying about the world urging you to be someone other than who you are. What do you want to be when you give up hiding or pretending or striving or becoming anything other than who you are and who you are called to be? Give back your heart to itself, to the stranger who has loved you all your life, the stranger who knows you by heart. So may it be.